yeah, so let's see where uh you know where everything goes in the in the season with the Red Raiders in basketball now that football is over. Um really just just with the with football being over for tech after the Texas game and I I I have absolutely no opinion about it. Chalk it up as a bad season. Keep an eye on on recruiting and and see what happens with with the the Utah State quarterback declaring for the draft. I was there was a big hope around the area that he would grad transfer to Texas Tech and we would have our quarterback for next season. Um, being out of Matt Wells' system in at Utah State last season, if he would have declared for the draft last season, he would have been a higher pick than he's projected to be this year. So. That was kind of the hope that because he had a bad year, 17, 17 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Um, obviously, he's not a top three or four round guy. He's going to go in the lower rounds. It just doesn't make sense to me that he would not grad transfer. But in, unless he signed an agent, which I, I didn't see in the article, he's still eligible for graduate transfer. As long as he does not speak with or sign an agent, then he, he could back out of his decision and actually grad transfer. Texas Tech would be a perfect, perfect place for him. The Big 12 would be a perfect place for him to go. Despite Texas Tech having a bad record in football, they still led the Big 12 in total yards game. They still led the Big 12 in points scored. So, and and, and watching Baylor in the, in the conference-style game competing with Oklahoma, Texas Tech beat Baylor. Let's not get it twisted. They, they called an illegal snap in overtime on Baylor which reversed a fumble that Texas Tech had picked up, and all they had to do was kick a field goal to win the game. They actually apologized prior after the game for the call because it should not have been a call. Once the center moves that ball, it's a live ball. Nobody was offsides. Nobody false start. It was a live ball as soon as, he, as soon as movement started on that ball. A center, it doesn't matter if a center snaps the ball halfway and then decides he doesn't want to and then he loses a grip on the ball and, and, and the other team picks it up. That's called a fumble. So the referees got it wrong and I'm I was pissed about that a long time ago. I'm not gonna stir it up again so I get pissed about it again. Texas Tech beat Baylor. Okay. And that I'm not trying to justify their their four wins this year, but it felt like they made strides in the right direction. So we'll just we'll just see where it goes. They're going to lose a lot of key pieces. I think Jordan Brooks is going to be a uh, first round pick. So, I mean, they're going to they're losing some key talent, but but we'll see where it goes. Um, college football playoff is is set. I couldn't be happier with with who's in it. Uh, with this four team format, guys, we we've just got to be happy with what we get, and just hope that they get close to getting the best four teams in. And not worry so much about conference. You know, my 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 the the conference that my team's in didn't get you know a team in for you know that's obviously just for Pac twelve fans. <laughs> but uh, you know, the Pac 12s had had legitimate shots to get in every year in Utah and Oregon this year, and they they came up short. It's 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 not the College Twelve Playoffs Committee that the that the Pac twelve can't get a team in. Oklahoma does what they need to year in and year out to get in the playoff, even though they're not good enough to compete with the other three teams that get in the playoff. And they aren't this year either. They're going to lose to LSU, and it's going to be nasty. LSU, this LSU team might 
be the best collection of talent on a team I've seen since. The, hmm, 2001 Miami Hurricanes or 2003 Miami Hurricanes? Whatever year it was that they lost to Ohio, was it 2002? I think it was 2002. They lost to Ohio State in the national championship on a bat, on a blown call. Um, they should have won that game. Um, that collection of talent was probably the best we've ever seen on a college football team. But this LSU team, it could be a close second. I've 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 made entire podcasts about how bad I think Ohio, Ohio State is, or they're not bad. They deserve to be where they're at, but um, they're not better than LSU. They don't belong on the field with LSU. They don't play anybody all year, and. We saw when they played Wisconsin their, their toughest matchup of the year. They struggled, you know. In the set, I mean, they broke away in the fourth quarter, but they struggled the entire game. And LSU's going to keep their foot on your throat. They're not. They're not Wisconsin. There's a reason Wisconsin's out of the top ten, and LSU's number one. LSU's going to keep their foot on your throats. But the problem with Ohio State is, is, is I, I don't really see them getting past Clemson. Clemson, uh, nobody's talking about Clemson, and I, for the death of me, I can't figure out why. I mean, is it because they play in the, the in the ACC? I I guess, but if you actually watch them play, they fucking dominate teams, and it's not even it's it's they, they, it's not even close. I think that a that a very well coached Mac Brown team gave them the best fight they had all year long. And it's a Mac it's a Matt Brown coach team. He knows how to win big games. So I I don't know that Ohio State beats Clemson. I, I think Clemson is probably better than they were last year. There just wasn't as many teams in contention last year, and I think that's why Clemson kind of falls to the wayside because they're just kind of doing what everybody expects them to do. But for them to be number three, I don't know that that's fair. I think that I if it were me, I'd put LSU – one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, Oklahoma four. That'd probably be the best way to go. Because there's three unbeaten teams in the country. You have obviously LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson. And out of those three teams, LSU's the best team. They they got that right. But but you look at um you look at Clemson and I think that they're probably better than Ohio State. But that's just my opinion. And um, we're luckily with the college football playoff, we've this is something that we've been fighting for for a long time before we got it. Um, and then now there's a lot of complainers. Obviously, we, we all want to see an 18 playoff. It's going to come eventually. Um, so, yeah, that's really all I got to say about college football. Um. I'm just reading reports about the Garrett Cole trade and how I, I was just curious as to how close the Angels and Dodgers were in as far as dollar amount um, to getting Garrett Cole because I think he was going to go wherever the, the money was. And it seemed when I read the report this morning, I said, geez, $324 million for nine years. That is insanity for a pitcher because Garrett Cole's going to be, what, 38 years old whenever his contract is up with the Yankees? He's going to be making $35 million a year when he's 38 years old in baseball. 
Uh, unless he ages like Verlander, which is Verlander's the only one we've seen age this way, right? Other than outside of some of the old timers like Nolan Ryan and and players like that. But it's it's a much different game nowadays than it was back when even Nolan Ryan was playing. Um, and and even then, it was a rarity to see a guy go into his forties that still had his stuff. Garrett Cole does rely as a guy that does rely on velocity. How much longer is he going to be able to throw the ball? 98 to 100 miles an hour. He has the most Ks. He has the most strikeout percentage with a four-seam fastball than anybody in Major League Baseball. So, obviously, he relies on that on that heater quite a bit and, and, and his placement of the heater, but more so the combination of a velocity and the placement. So, am I, am I excited about thinking, thinking about Garrett Cole at 38 years old in um, – and pinstripes making thirty five million a year. Um, like I said on the last podcast, you got to take the good with the bad, and unfortunately, the bad is is probably a few bad years paying these guys more than what they're worth. But um, it's easy to it, at that point you cannot forget about the good. So um, hopefully, he gives us a few good years, more than a few, maybe five. I'm assuming he's going to give us five to six just elite years and that's stupid exciting for me because five to six years is is uh is a time period in which i think the yankees will can win probably three world series with with the way the talent is is spreading out around major league baseball nowadays um i don't think in a five-year stretch you're gonna win five world series that's that's a little bit too much to ask for but um but hey a man can dream right uh yeah, it's it's just smiles all around. I'm watching I'm watching uh, Get Up on ESPN two right now, and they're interviewing Mark Teixeira, Tex, and he, he's he's smiling. You know he's grinning from ear to ear. So, uh, he know he knows what Garrett Cole's going through right now. Um, yeah, all these highlights of Cole. I'm just sitting here thinking, man, he's gonna have to shave his hair. He's gonna have to cut his beard. I wish he didn't though. I kind of like the, the long, you know, the long locks, the curly, long locks on Garrett Cole. They kind of they kind of wave around a little bit when he throws the ball, and it's it's just kind of a signature of his the past two years, right? I mean, I I, I dig it, man. I wish he could keep it. Maybe he could do a Clinton Frazier type thing where where he cuts it down to a certain length. I think it's uh, mid neck or something like that for the for the back of the hair, and then then he's got restrictions on sideburns and. And I think all he can have is a mustache that don't extend past the corners of his lips. So, um, I don't know. He'll probably just keep it keep it shaved off. But um, I, I am I am a purist. I consider myself a purist when it comes to being a Yankees fan because just because of the fact that I enjoy the tradition, I enjoy the nostalgia, I enjoy all that shit. I mean, I I eat it up. Any kind of movie, documentary, anything involving the Yankees history, it engages and intrigues me and, and I'll watch it I'll watch every fucking movie and film ten, twenty, thirty times, you know, anytime I see it on TV or, or sometimes I just feel like watching it. My favorite movie is sixty one. I think it's the greatest movie ever made. It's so historically accurate. Um directed by Billy Crystal is an HBO film. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking amazing. It's it follows the life of Mantle and Maris through their home run chase chase in nineteen sixty one, um, and it's just an excellent movie. But 
That being said, all that being said, uh, I do think that the Yankees should, A, get rid of the facial hair policy because um, it's it's 2020, guys, and that was a rule that was made in the 1970s, 73. So I don't agree with it. I think that if the players want to have facial hair, they should be able to. Um, and B, I think that the Yankees should have an alternate uniform. I like what I like what Nike does with uniforms. I am not a fan of them putting their logo on the traditional Yankee uniform, right? Because Nike didn't help the Yankees get to where they are today. Nike had nothing to do with the Yankees' success, yet they want to piggyback off of the New York Yankees by putting their logo on our shit as if they can hold a lick to the fucking Yankees. Get your logo off of our shit. You know? I mean, it's Nike's a big deal. They're probably worth more than the Yankees. I'm not I'm not trying to say money-wise that they're that they're not, but the Yankees are a historic brand and Nike is not. Nike hasn't been around as long as you like to think that they have. They haven't been in the limelight as long as you like to think that they have. Um, they piggybacked off of Michael Jordan's success, and they've done that ever since. Because right when they sign a player or they or they get a big college football team to, to wear their uniforms, they're piggybacking off other people's success. Nike has made a name off of piggybacking for other people's success. I don't think that Nike makes the best shoes. I prefer an Adidas shoe. Um, that's just my personal preference. Nike shoes, they, they're not comfortable to, to work out or run in or anything. And I think Adidas shoes are, are, are perfect for that. So, um, yeah, get your, get your logo off of our shit, Nike. I mean, if you want to put it on the Red Sox uniform that, I mean, they obviously have no historical significance other than the fact that they're just losers, then fine. But get your shit off of our shit because you didn't create us. And that's 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 all I have to say about that. But on the other side, I do really enjoy the Nike uniforms that they've done. Uh, I like what they did with the NFL uniforms, even though I think they could do more. I'd like to see more alternate uniforms in the NFL. But I, I, I love the wrong teams to... to to be able to reap any benefits of that, I think, like, obviously, like, Seattle because of Phil Knight, you know, and Nike being in Oregon, I think, obviously, Seattle is going to get a lot of cool alternates. Uh, I think the Jaguars, you could probably do a lot with their uniforms. The Titans, teams like that with really cool color schemes. But the more traditional teams, the Cowboys, the Yankees, we're not going to see badass alternates, even though the Cowboys color rush uniforms are sick. But um, I don't think we're going to see, like, badass alternates. But I would like to see one for the Yankees. And, and, a, and a reference point that, that kind of comes to mind is the, is, is the very first year they did Players Weekend, the, the 2018 Players Weekend jerseys were f- – or no, 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 it was the 2017-2018. So those Players Weekend jerseys were outstanding. The, the gray with the blue sleeves and then the Yankees down – the classic Yankee sign down the middle – I love those. Why can't we have an alternate uniform just like that? That would be cool. 
Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You don't wear it every game, obviously, but you know, wear it a road, wear wear it uh, a road trip. You know, maybe you go to Boston to play. Uh, you know, a four game series and and wear them two out of those four games or something. I don't know. It doesn't have to be a a consummate thing, but I think those uniforms are awesome. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not a purist, but but I I would like to see a few things kind of come into the new age. Um. Yeah, I mean that's the 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 Garrett Cole signing was really all I wanted to talk about. That's all. I, I'm 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 pumped. I'm hyped about it. I now I just want to see him pitch. <laughs> I mean, it's such a long time. It's like man, he's here now. But uh, what do we have to look forward to in the near future? I mean, maybe he maybe he pulls the Johnny Damon. We get to watch him get his hair cut. <laughs> is that is that something that to look forward to? I don't know, but uh. Um, we'll see. We'll see if that's something he wants to televise or not. But, uh, yeah, I, I, he, he needs to get on there and change his Twitter. I do know that he's still got a lot of Astro stuff on there. So I've already, I've already screenshotted it, posted it on Twitter and tagged old taste exposed just to piss off some Astro fans. If they did decide to, to post anything about it, which they won't, but, um, I'm seeing Astro's Twitter just going nuts. And not the Astro fans are the closest thing to a sociopath. They, they, they're. I'll just say it. They're sociopaths. Uh, they will never admit any wrongdoing, even if the Astros came out and admitted wrongdoing. Because I'm dying to see their punishment. Um. Yeah, their Twitter's going nuts. Their their fans are pissy. Um, they knew this was coming. The Astros are shopping Carlos Correa, who's slated to make $7.4 million this year in an attempt to get under the luxury tax because they had to pay the the $26 million or whatever this year to get them squared up with Major League Baseball because they did go over the luxury tax. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel good to, to spend that much money and, and just it's a waste. But obviously the Astros can't afford to do that every single year because they don't have the kind of money like the New York Yankees do. They can't afford to do it. So um they're they're desperately, desperately trying to get under the south the the get under the luxury tax and they're they're shopping guys that aren't even making that much. Carlos Correa is being shopped. And then last night suddenly they're they're in on coal. And it's like, what? You know what? What are you doing, guys? I mean, you're already in deep shit with Major League Baseball. You're already admitted that you can't afford to bring Cole back. You've already admitted that you're trying to get under the luxury tax. And even if they didn't come out and openly admit it, the fact that they're shopping around Carlos Correa tells us that they are admitting that they can't afford to pay him, and they want to go ahead and get rid of him now. So it's they're they're, they're a weak franchise. They have to cheat to win. They're they're disgusting. Their fans are a disgrace to to the word fan. They're um, just a shoddy, shoddy, nasty, disgusting organization. And I, I, I'll, you'll never hear me say a good thing about the Astros, the Houston Astros. Scum of the earth. You want to, you want to, you, you have a team full of professional athletes that, that are capable of winning, really good players, and then you go out and you feel like you have to cheat to win disgusting it's disgusting 
Um, so yeah, if 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 you if you want to compete with the Yankees year in and year out, you're gonna have to be willing to go over the luxury tax, spend a little bit of money, not cheat to do it. It's not it's not fair. We're playing by the rules. Why can't you play by the rules, Astros? Doesn't make any sense. So their fans can be as pissy as they want. I'd be the same way. I'd be upset. I probably wouldn't be as vocal about it um, because I I am a fan of a classy organization, and so I don't I don't act the way that my my favorite teams uh, you know I I like to act the way that my favorite teams how they handle themselves. So you know everybody inside of the Cowboys organization is very critical of the Cowboys. So I feel like it's okay for for Cowboy fans to be critical of the Cowboys. Um, the Yankees are, are a classy organization that keep their mouth shut and they and they let let the playing on the field do the talking for them. And so I try to do the same with them, but it, it it's not very hard to be a Yankees fan at all because they, they do win a lot. So huh, that's all I got. Really excited about what Texas State basketball can do this year. Went through a rough skid, lost three games in a row, knocked off number one Louisville, and then obviously we get to play Kansas this year, and I, I assume they're going to still be number one when we play them twice this year. I think Tech Tech beats them one of those one of those two times. Um, the Big 12 schedule is going to be tough, though. You look at Baylor, they're number 11 in the nation, probably going to move up in the top 10. Texas Tech will be in the top 25 again after beating number one Louisville. I look forward to, to seeing what where, the, where they're put. I'm guessing probably 20, 20 to 25. So it's it's going to be a climb back up, but they're going to like I said last podcast, they're going to make the tournament and they're going to have a chance cuz they have Chris Beard as their head coach. So um yeah, really excited about that and uh really excited to for for these New Year's Bulls uh college football playoff Heisman. Joe Burrow's going to win the Heisman. That's going to happen. And I can't wait to watch that as well. So the holidays, this is the only good part about the holidays is just um, being able to watch um, football, meaningful football, and and watch awards getting handed out and watching the NFL playoffs. It's all so much, so much fun to me. So um, that and the food. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to try and make another podcast sometime soon. Uh, the reason that I haven't been making making them as as often as I would often as I would like to is because of obviously I've gotten work. You know, I've, I've got I actually have a job, and um, you know, so that that kind of gets in the way. But uh, you know, I'm gonna try and get on here every every opportunity I get. I, I, I'm noticing that my that my listeners are going up, and and so that's exciting for me. I appreciate it, you guys. I do still plan on getting some uh, some proper podcasting equipment if you will probably a good microphone and some computer software to go along with that just to just to kind of sound a little more professional because I, I I'm a perfectionist and I do go back and listen to every every podcast I make and and I uh, I like to kind of critique myself see what I did wrong see how I sounded and things like that because I I, I actually care because if I if I do get to a point where um, I get a lot of listeners, which I feel like I have a fair, fairly good amount right now, an amount that I'm happy with. Uh, I know that they're always going to start at podcast number one. And if they don't like what number one is, 
then they're not going to listen to number two. And so then I've, then I've lost the potential of somebody that's going to listen. So um, eventually I'll probably start because that, that is a problem. I've, I've noticed that I have a ton of listens on podcast number one. That being my worst podcast is the, it's literally the first one I've ever published. And it's a, there's a, there's, there's a, not a dramatic, but a noticeable drop off from one and two. So I need to figure out, um, probably chopping off number one completely and, um, maybe, maybe every week that I put out a new one, eliminating the very last one on the list until I get comfortable with all my podcasts that are up to where I feel like they're all very quality and, it's not going to be you, you take the good with the bad kind of deal. It's like, hey, it's, you know, admitting that I, it's a work in progress and, and just fixing it as, as I go on. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, just to make more of these things and, and uh, get better equipment to, to make those. So I appreciate all the listeners out there. Um, if, you're, if you're listening on Spotify, I'm available on Apple Podcasts now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'm available on Spotify as always. Super excited to be on Apple Podcasts simply because I when I when I upload a podcast, um, it takes a while to show up on Spotify. It could take a full day sometimes, but Apple is just like bam, there it is, and I can listen to it, critique it, and sometimes I even delete them. Probably you know I don't have enough listeners to where I have hundreds of thousands, and and they catch where I've deleted them before. But I've I've gone and listened to them, and I've thought, man, I sound like shit. So I'll go and delete it, and I'll I'll re-record and make another one. So. Um, I'm really trying to get good, good quality sounding content out there. I, um, yeah, so I'm not going to ramble about it anymore, but I appreciate everybody listening. Y'all have a, have a good week and, and y'all be hearing from me fairly soon. Thanks.